Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be to simply be with him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I think you are really going to enjoy this conversation today because it's a three-way conversation. I'm, I'm in the conversation along with Phil Joel. I don't know if you remember Phil Joel. He was part of the Newsboys music group for many, many years, and he joined with us. He's a, a longtime family friend. And then my husband, Pastor Doyle Jackson, and we are at the church next door, which is the name of our church, our local little church on the west side of Columbus. And we are talking about living out our faith and how Daniel, and all of Daniel's friends in the book of Daniel really had a bold faith. Enjoy this conversation. Here we go. Well, hey, 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 we invited a friend for today. So we're going to have a chat. We're going to sit around. And, isn't that wonderful? <laughs> oh, but before we do, I want to talk about, you know, there's a big vote on the table this week. And, you know, OV, Roe v. Wade was overturned, but now it's back to the state level. And it's really in our court. The ball is in our court to pray and to show up and vote this week. And so don't fail to f- pray because there's a lot of lives at stake with that. And it's, it's, this is our time and this is our watch. And so we have to make sure that we're intentional to do that. So why don't we say a quick prayer and then we'll get started. Lord, I thank you that you love life. I thank you that you've, you've given us a great responsibility to steward life. And Lord, would you help us? God, we pray for your mercy in our nation, Lord, and we pray for your help in all these things. We need wisdom and we need your care. Lord, uh, we invite you into this conversation. We thank you for Phil being here. What a refreshment, what a joy. Uh, Such a a longtime friend that we have, and we're so thankful for his life. Would you bless him today in this conversation? In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. So today we're starting a new series, and it's called Lead with Faith. And the reason this is important is because um, it's easy for you and I to get in life and just go with the flow that's going along. And sometimes uh, there are things that are going on in the world around us that we can't participate in as Christians, that our worldview is different because we worship God. I mean, just, just the issue that God is the creator of the universe, that God is the sustainer of our life, that puts us at odds at times with some of what's going on in our culture. And so the question is, well, how do I do that? How do I live out the Christian faith in a world that doesn't always recognize uh, my same values, my worldview? And so we thought we would take a little bit of time uh, and... and Phil has agreed to be our uh, help today, and, um, you know, 
I think that we, we wanted to, to look at Daniel because Daniel is a beautiful picture of what it means to kind of be taken out of a world where God is important and being forced to live in a culture that doesn't revere the God of Israel. And, and he, he finds himself in this predicament, and he has to decide, well, how do I live uh, as a follower of God in a kingdom that doesn't recognize that God? And so we thought we would take that and unpack that a little bit and how that impacts you and I today in terms of our practical following of God. So I want to begin by just reading uh, Daniel chapter 1, uh, verses 8 through 10. It's just three verses. And, and what you have to see is Daniel was probably a 13, 14, 15, maybe 16 years old. He's been taken from his home as a captive. More than likely, uh, they have actually changed his sex. They've made him a eunuch. They've proposed that he gets a new name. And it's all about controlling him. And this is the context, okay? But Daniel resolved not to defile himself with the royal food and wine, and he asked the chief official for permission not to defile himself this way. Now, God had caused the official to show favor and compassion to Daniel. But the official told Daniel, I'm afraid of my, my lord, the king, who has assigned you food and drink. Why should he see you looking worse than the other young men your age? The king would then have my head because of you. I mean, this guy realized it's not just his job on the line. He's not going to get fired. He's going to die. I mean, I know you think your boss is mean, but more than likely, he's not allowed to kill you. All right? And so this guy, he's like, I, I realize you don't want to eat the food we're providing, that the king is providing, but guess what? This is kind of a big deal for me. And, and so you, you feel the tension there, and Daniel is having to lead with his faith. He's like, well, you have to understand something. I, I really believe that my God, my God will take care of me. And, and I don't know what the situation is for you right now, but um, how is your, your worship of God affecting the way you live in this world? I mean, I, there's a lot of things that are probably a part of this uh, that the Scripture, you know, doesn't tell us about, you know, idol worship in the ancient world. They would offer some of the food to the idols, and Daniel, like, knows, I can't, I can't eat idol idol worship food. I, I can't eat things that have been sacrificed to these foreign gods. And, and also, it could be just that he's a good Jewish boy, and he wants to eat kosher, you know? And, and um, all this is going on, and yet uh, Daniel has the courage to say, no, I trust God is going to take care of me in this situation. And think about this. Can you imagine this official who thinks that he will that he will be killed if Daniel doesn't look good. I mean, Daniel is really leading with his faith. He's saying, God, I trust you to take care of me and my boss too. And it becomes Daniel's pattern. It becomes his pattern. Everywhere Daniel go, goes, not only does he do well in his position, but his boss does really well. Can you imagine if the reputation became, we want to hire the people from the church next door because our businesses always flourish because of, of the, the godly anointing. I mean, that'd be really cool, wouldn't it? 
put on your resume, go to the church next door, your business will be better. I don't know. I think it's really cool how young. Say serve God. I'm just kidding about the church next door. <laughs> Daniel's so young, and I think about how, how young you can be and still have such a courageous, bold faith, you know? That's amazing to me. He knew who he was. Mm-hmm. He knew who he was, and he knew what he was going to do and what he wasn't going to do. He knew where the parameters were, and I like that. And I think sometimes we don't know where our parameters are, and then we end up, um, you know, we were discussing this stuff yesterday. Then when information comes in, we don't know where our parameters are. We can't um, process it properly, and before we know it, we're sort of, we're bowing the knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or we're participating in something that is not... Um, not correct, but I love. He he knew it. He knew who he was, and he knew what he wasn't gonna, was and wasn't going to do. And um, yeah, it's pretty impressive, especially and, as he, at a young age. And really, proof that what you can put into a kid at a young age that would give them that confidence. You know, his parents yeah. must have really poured into Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, Daniel. They all were really strong. And there's a difference between confidence, obviously, and arrogance. Oh yeah. You know, oh gosh. He was confident. He mm-hmm. knew. He knew yeah. who, who he was. What he needed to. How he needed to respond, and um, and that yeah. there's no indication here that he was puffed up and like I'm better than you. I'm not doing that because if he was, then then mm-hmm. the king wouldn't have embraced him as mm-hmm. he did. Right? The king yeah. became buddies with him. It was like, man, this kid's got something. The well, king respected him. Yeah, well, what I like about it is 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 Daniel is actually um, he's inviting them. He's saying, listen, let me show you what God could do. Just give me this amount of time following the parameters of worship, which I know, if you'll give me the food, I'm not going to drink the wine, I'm not going to drink what, what the other guys have, I just want you to see what God can do when you trust God. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is courageous. See what I'm saying? He steps into that space. And, and that's what I see, is worship always invites people to see, well, wonder what God would do, you know? Uh, I think this next example from Daniel, you want to read it, Jen? I just think we should read it, yeah. Daniel three sixteen to 18 says, Bow to the image of gold. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand, and even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. So the, the king says, okay, we're going to play this cacophony of music, and when you hear it throughout the land, um, you all have to bow down and worship the king. And, and these, these young men came to the conclusion that would be inappropriate behavior for us. Well, that gold image he made was huge, right? Didn't they say it well, was Well, but, I mean, it's, it's the first commandment. You can have no other gods before me. I mean, oh, man. And the gold image was of himself. Yes. Wasn't it? So, in essence, the king was saying, you worship me. I'm, I'm the one. I'm the sustainer of your life. I'm the, I'm the one that's going to, you know, that's going to take care of you. And they're like, no, you're not. No, you're not. I'm not going to worship man. I'm going to worship God. And I think that's really important, especially now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I think our we whole world... We're looking world... to people to save us, where it's like... That's right. We've got to elect this person, and they will save us. Right. Right. We, 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 we worship politics. We worship humanism. We've got to start this program. If we'll all do this program, it'll fix the world. Right. And, and, and 
what God says is, I'm the solution. And um, for these young men, they came to the conclusion it would be better, and, and, and it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense, okay? It would be better if you tried to take my life than for me to bow to this idol. And that is courage. It's amazing courage. And then the testimony that comes out of it puts some people into the question, well, this now is folklore. It's not a true story, you know. And yet um, I believe it to be true. I believe that they were thrown into the fiery furnace and supernaturally. And you say, well, how can you believe that? Well, I believe that Jesus walked on water too. Well, that was just fabulous, wasn't it? It is so good to have a bold faith, to be courageous in our faith. And I have a a story coming up, a testimony right uh, in the next section that is so powerful, and you do not want to miss that. But on the break, and while you're taking your break, go to JenniferJackson.com. That's right, JenniferJackson.com. This show is listener-supported. It's supported by women like you, men like you. Thank you so much for listening. And for a gift of any amount, if you'll go to JenniferJackson.com, I'll send you a gift. You're listening to Simply for Women. (laughs) 